Hey there, Lions Den listeners. With Christmas approaching, I wanted to help make gift giving and giving back easier. Roots Social Group is selling cocoa grams to raise money for the new St. Maximus and St. Domedios Coptic Orthodox Church. The grams are $10 each and the Roots team will directly deliver it to you or your friends or family. Buy 10 and get one for free. Ordering them is easy. Just visit roots underscore social on Instagram and click the link in the bio. Order your grams to have them delivered before Christmas. Give the gift of giving back the season and show your loved ones that although we may be separated, we are not alone. Once again, head to roots underscore social on Instagram to make your order today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lions Den podcast, episode number 29, almost 30, not quite, but lucky number 29, as my uh, next ghost, next guest would say. I'm your host, Fatty, and um, I have a very special guest with me today. Uh, this is actually the first time I'm ever picking the brain of somebody in this line of work. I'm very excited to learn a lot about what she has to say, and she came highly recommended. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Rachel Sawiris. Rachel, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I appreciate it. And um, full disclosure, I told you we were supposed to do this a week ago, and I, for for whatever reason, could not make it. So I appreciate your patience, and sorry to put you through the ringer like that. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. It happens. What was going on with you, like, obviously with COVID and everything, and, you know, restrictions going and then coming back and then going? Does this affect you at all in your line of work? Um, well, for now, we're still operating at full capacity the no- way we normally would. But entering clinic back in April, we started out completely virtual. So there was no um, in-person clinic shifts at all. Oh, okay. And, and that's, I'm assuming, that's out of the ordinary for you guys. Everything's usually in-person. Um, exactly. Yeah, it online. was the first year to ever do virtual care okay. um, in clinic. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, just to avoid speaking in code, and I want to share with our listeners what it is that you do, because they're probably all thinking like, well, when are you going to tell us? Do you mind sharing just quickly what it is that you do right now, what your position is? For sure. So I'm a senior intern at the Naturopathic College. Um, So what I do is basically see patients uh, one-to-one under the supervision of a licensed naturopathic doctor. Um, and I finish my internship in April, and then I will do my board exams and hopefully become a licensed doctor myself then. That's amazing. So you're almost there, almost at, uh, yeah. at the end of the road. That's awesome. Now, can you can you explain to me and our listeners, what is naturopathy? Like when you say naturopathic medicine, what is that? And, and why is that different from, you know, an, an MD? Because I know that your, your, ac- or your acronym, I guess, would be N- ND. Exactly. Yeah. ND instead of an MD. Yeah. So so what is naturopathy? Just explain that to me. So naturopathic medicine is basically focused on treating the whole person. Um, So we take an hour with each patient um, and basically break down their lifestyle, um, what they do for work, what they're eating, how they're exercising, what kind of stressors are impacting them. And we really try to focus on root cause Instead of hearing, you know, these are my symptoms and, you know, we have the same tools as a medical doctor where we can, you know, just prescribe something and cover up those symptoms. But the idea is to really get to the root cause to to truly cure. 
Um, and so to do that, like it takes a lot more time than what a medical doctor would normally have with a patient. Okay. So is it just like a, it's a more detailed experience, a more thorough experience or is, exactly. is there a different, is there a difference at all in the way that you actually treat people? Um, both. So, um, like I was saying, like with a medical doctor, normally you get like that five to seven minutes and it's just enough for you to blurt out. Like I have a headache or I have, um, a knee injury or whatever the symptom that's crying out to that patient. Um, whereas with us, it's like, okay, first we're going to acknowledge what their, what pain or what, um, aggravating factor is bothering them. But then we're going to go into deeper, um, deeper into their lifestyle to really understand what's causing this pain. So our goal isn't to just like, you have a headache here, take this supplement, it quiets the headache down. It's really like, why are you getting that headache? Are you not drinking enough water? Um, do you have tense muscles that's causing a tension type headache? Um, like this is obviously a, just a very general explanation. But, sure, yeah. Um, the goal is really to get the underlying cause of things. Yeah, it seems like a more um, holistic approach. Like you're, you're exactly. almost like figuring out everything from from A to Z, and you know how to how to prevent it from happening, not how to you know, suppress it from from feeling it. I was just gonna say, in that way, it obviously takes um, a lot more time. Like you, you, if, if your body is giving you a sign of something, um, it's not gonna be fixed overnight. Uh, it takes time to reverse whatever environment that you created that's causing that symptom to come to the surface so that's a difference with um naturopathic medicine versus regular medicine is you really do have to be committed to um seeing your work that you put in as a patient um to really come into effect okay cool now i know that you you kind of gave an example and you said it's a very very basic example and i'm really excited Mm -hmm. to kind of figure out in specific what you can branch off into Uh, but before we get into that do you mind just sharing the path of education that you took to get to this level? Is it, did you go to a regular, like just, did you go to med school for it or is there a different pathway? Yeah. So, um, we do go to med school as well. The difference is that naturopathic medical school is private. So it's not subsidized by the government. Um, there's only a two accredited naturopathic colleges in all of Canada. And I think there's about six in North America in the state. Um, so, yeah, you need your undergrad degree and you need your your basic sciences and prerequisites before applying. And then once you're in the program, uh, it, it is exactly like medical school in terms of the type of education that we get with the anatomy, the physiology, biochemistry, et cetera. Um, the only difference I would say is we get more educational hours and medical doctors uh, spend more time in clinical um, education. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty standard approach. I mean, is there a standardized test that you have to do, like the MCAT or the DAT or the LSAT or anything like that? Or is it just you apply with your undergrad and, and if you have the grades and, and I guess the application, you get in? Yeah, that's exactly right. There is no MCAT for um, getting into the program. Okay. Uh, the standardization standardization comes after. Uh, we do do NPLEX, which is the same board exam that medical doctors do about halfway through our um, program. And then after we do, our final exam is a little bit different than medical doctors, but um, yeah, it's like licensing for a naturopathic doctor. 
Okay. Fair enough. Now, I don't, I'm not personally a science person. I didn't go into sciences or medicine or anything like that, but I am a little bit familiar with the sense where with medicine, you can choose to, you know, focus on something specific, whether it's family medicine or internal medicine or whatever the case may be. Are there branches right. like that within naturopathy? And if so, what options do you have? Like, what are the different things that you as a naturopathic doctor can do? Yeah, so um, there definitely are focuses that you can get into if you'd like. Uh, like right now in our program, in the fourth year, you can choose to get a focus shift if you'd like. Um, and that is either fertility, oncology, pediatrics, sports medicine, fibromyalgia. Um, I believe that's it that we had options for for our final year. And then obviously, once you're licensed, you can really choose whatever stream of focus that interests you. So if you want to work on metabolic diseases and you think you you really have a keen interest in diabetes, for example, then that can be your focus and that can be the target of um, the patients that you want to bring into your clinic. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And I heard you say sports medicine in there. Mm-hmm. That's definitely where I would find myself if that was my my choice. If I went through that path, I'd for sure yeah. find myself in sports medicine. Are there like naturopathic doctors and uh, different sports teams? Like do team doctors include naturopathic doctors? Um, some do. Yeah. Like I feel like, um, I'm originally from BC, so I did do some of my preceptoring out there and there's this huge clinic for pro athlete. Um, and they had a really pretty, um, integrative team. They had a naturopath, they had a physio, they had a medical doctor, Cairo, et cetera. Um, and they like each player would go through the entire like holistic, um, version of their program. And I, and I thought that they had a really good, um, they really set players up for success in that way. So they yeah. weren't just focusing on their physical health. They really like broke it down to like, what are you eating? Um, what's your mental health like? Like, how's your home life? Like, are yeah. you stressed? That tailored, that tailored approach sounds like it would be optimal for, for professional athletes as well because 100%. you hear yeah. a lot, you hear a lot of them complaining about like the team doctors not necessarily having you know, the best, their best interests in mind. And maybe they're just, you know, thinking about what's best for the team and the franchise. So it's like, well, if I can go to this doctor who's going to tailor the whole approach for me and, you know, start Mm -hmm. from scratch and really get to the bottom of things, it'll obviously be better in the long run. Exactly. Yeah. They were doing really well. It was, it was expensive to get in with them and they had a wait list for like the next two, three years. Like, oh, wow. um, it was working. <laughs> That's interesting. Now, yeah. in terms of you personally, Rachel, what is it that you find um, is your passion within this? Do you have something? Have you decided or are you still sort of toggling between one or two options? You know, I initially went into naturopathic medicine um, with the focus of oncology. Um, that's actually what brought me to naturopathy was um, my mother had cancer um, and so did her sister. And they both took very completely different routes in how they went about their treatment. So her sister went the complete conventional route. Um, and my mom, we did things a little different. I was like, okay, like, let's uh, do our own research before we just, you know, take whatever the doctors are providing for us. Um, and we decided to skip out on the chemo and the radiation and try to heal really with diet and giving her superfoods and cancer-fighting foods. Um, and obviously their, their prognosis was a little different. My, my, my aunt was a little bit further on in, in where she was with her stage of cancer. But, um, unfortunately, like I saw her being like poked and probed and just really deteriorated. Right. And 
um, she didn't make it. Uh, she passed away a few years ago and my mother is in complete remission and, um, she, she's a, uh, honestly a lot healthier now than she was before she got cancer. Oh, wow. Well, first so of all, that, yeah, I just want to say sorry about your loss. That's, you know, it's yeah. never easy to deal with stuff like that, let alone actually address it on a podcast. So I appreciate you being open. And I am sorry for your loss. And I'm very happy to hear that your mom is doing much better. Now, what was it about her, the approach to her um, treatment that you would think put her ahead or made her healthier now more than before? Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I said, we did a lot of research on what it is we could provide her body to um, really give it what it needed to fight the cancer. Uh, she did do a surgical reduction. So she, they went in and like removed the tumor. Um, it was breast cancer. So, okay. but the the whole idea was really um, cutting out some of the meats with antibiotics and hormones and things like that. Um, reducing just, uh, she was already a really, really healthy eater, but we just didn't really know about some of these superfoods. Um, so we really included a ton of superfoods every day in her smoothies. Uh, we did a lot of juicing, tons of antioxidants. We got her moving, you know, like she already worked out every morning, but uh, we, we just kind of upped her intensity in the gym and got her into yoga. Wow. So she and went through a whole lifestyle change. She did. Yeah. That's very interesting. Especially mm. because it's hard to it's hard to change your lifestyle that late in life. Like if you've been exactly. doing something for so long and you're just accustomed to it and then it's like, wow, now I have to change. Um, but it's it's also another thing to actually maintain, you know, after you achieve the goal that you want to achieve and, and to maintain and still be be able to be that healthy. That's incredible. Like that's that, that that's crazy. Kudos to your mom. Yeah. yeah, I'm really lucky. I do have like parents that are pretty forward thinking. They're really yeah. open. Um, so thank God, like, you know, I was in university at that time. Like, thank God they're like, you know, they, they listened to me. They weren't like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. we're just going to listen to the doctor. Like, they were really open to hearing um, my research and what I what I wanted to suggest for them. So Yeah. And I mean, for you as well as a student coming up in that, that's pretty solid experience for you to, to test your knowledge and to test the ability of, you know, you're, you're faced with this reality and it's, you know, sad to deal with, but it's also like, wow, like I get a chance to actually practice this and put this in into play. So it's, it's definitely a great opportunity for you coming up at that time. And I'm very, very happy, you know, with you and your family, things are a lot better now. So um, now I just want to, I want to ask you because you mentioned that, you know, my parents are forward thinking, which is amazing. And most people that I have on here, they say the same thing about their parents. Um, you know, in our culture, there's expectations to be or do certain things and um, whether, you know, someone's not going to come up to you and say in person, hey, you're not this, um, you know, move move along. But there's definitely, you know, you feel it. You definitely feel it. So I want to hear from you being in that, you know, in healthcare, but in a very different, you know, pocket. Do you feel at all from the community that there's a stigma around what you're doing or do you feel like um, people within the community are embracing it or are uncomfortable and understand what it is that you do? Um. Honestly, when I tell like tons, whoever, Uncle Frank, like that's what I do. Um, I don't think they actually know what I'm talking about. So they're like, oh, good doctor. Yes. Like, <laughs> they actually have no idea what a naturopathic doctor is. And I yeah. think that it's it's very close, close to neurology. So they think like I'm a brain doctor a lot of the time. They're like, oh, wow, you work in the brain. Like, I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not quite that. <laughs> but um, once I explain what I do, then they're just... Uh, they're like, does it work? Like, they're very skeptical. Yeah. Because um, obviously, you know, like, we're, we're from a community full of doctors and pharmacists. And 
like that's all that they really know. So yeah, there definitely there's definitely skepticism when I explain what we do. Uh, I think I was over at a friend's house not long ago, and her, his dad was like grilling me on it, and he's just like, "Yeah, so uh, like, is it a hoax?" And I'm like, "No, uncle, it's not a hoax at all." Yeah, I went I went through all the schooling, and I actually work in this completely hoax thing. So yeah, yeah, that's so funny. That's so funny, but at least there, there's you know that certain wanting to understand, and then obviously you know all the all the tons that group you in the same doctor umbrella. It's like okay, yeah, you're a brain surgeon. It's like okay, yeah. all right, that that's what we're doing. <laughs> like sometimes they just choose not to fight it, you know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now, aside from the Coptic community, is there a stigma in the medical community, medical world, uh, about being naturopathic versus like a medical doctor? Um, do they kind of look at your approach like, oh, look at those guys over there? And is it like, is it like one of those, or do do people get along pretty well within the medical world? You know what? Honestly, Fatty, it depends on the age. Older doctors are a lot more um, adverted to naturopathic medicine, and I think that. You know, I guess back in the day, there was this constant kind of like war over um, patients and stuff like um, they felt like they were going to lose their business to naturopathic doctors. But once an our generation, um, I feel like they're a lot more open to it and uh, willing to collaborate and do integrative medicine. And they understand that, you know, we have a role that's very different from what medical doctors do. And um, we really don't like to step on their toes. So like if we come, we uh, have a patient coming to us and they're already being under the care of a licensed medical doctor, we always say like, you know, you need to go back to your medical doctor if you want to get off this prescription. Or, you know, if you want to reduce your medication, that's all on your medical doctor. They're your prescribing doctor. And and um, we don't like to step on their toes, but we do like to collaborate with them. So um, like I will contact the, them personally and be like, hey, this is what we're doing for the patient. This is what they'd like to work on. Um, you know, it's totally in your reins. But uh, if you'd like, like we can communicate with each other um, and keep that line open. So very yeah, cool. really, like it really depends on the age, honestly. That's very interesting. And I feel, see, that's another thing I was going to ask is, has naturopathic medicine, has it been around for a long time? Is it a relatively new approach? Is that why it's a little bit age sensitive or or, or not? Not at all. No, it's been around for uh, before medical schools, <laughs> honestly. Uh, that was the traditional way of doing medicine. Um, and then historically, uh, they kind of got shut down. Um, and that's why right now we're still under a private sector. Like it's not in subsidized or endorsed by the government at all. Um, and so it has been a lot around for a while, but I definitely think that it's getting traction more now. I think people are starting to seek it out a lot more, um, and are curious of alternative medicine where the, the, conventional medicine has failed them very interesting stuff so i'm learning a whole lot about you know the stuff i didn't know much about it at all i know when someone approached me and said you should talk to rachel i was like okay cool Uh, and then you told me natural i was like okay so doctor um and then i didn't really because i don't like to it's weird i don't like to watch trailers of movies before movies and i don't like to read up too much (laughs) on my guests before the podcast because i feel like i want that 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 surprise factor i want to you know what i mean like i don't want to be here knowing everything and i'm just like having to fake it on the 
mic. Like I want to be like wowed, you know. So I, I didn't really do much research. I did enough to put together some questions for you, uh, but not not enough. But um, we talked a lot about naturopathy and obviously your path and the path it takes to get there. But I never asked you personally, Rachel. When did you fall in love with this kind of medicine, and why did you fall in love with it? Yeah. So um, I honestly didn't know what it was until my last year of university, actually. Like I had no idea what naturopathic medicine was. I didn't know that there was a school for it. I I really had no idea. But I um, always innately enjoyed researching um, more natural remedies. And um, I really like the idea of treating with food and letting that be your medicine. Um, and like I said, like I have very forward thinking parents, like my mother was a nutritionist, um, before she became a realtor and my father was just always very into these weird, like Chinese remedies. Like he would come home from like the Asian market with the weirdest things all the time. And he would be like, here, take this ginseng, like before a soccer game or something. And so I was always kind of around that, um, medicine naturally. And then in my last year, it was actually a pharmacist who was a friend of mine. And he was like, you know, uh, you would do really well with naturopathic medicine. He told me what it was about. And he's like, you should apply. Like you, you're already interested in it you um like I was already taking public health in university um and yeah so then I looked into it and I was like this is perfect for me here we are and the rest is history that's it the rest is history so that that's pretty cool so you you, in your last year of university that's when you figured out hey this is what I'm gonna do were you stressed at all were you like when I got to my last year I have no idea what's next Nah, nah you're like, no, nah, no, nah, never stress, never stress. <laughs> I did have to stay back to do some um, additional prerequisites because uh, at that time I was doing a BA um, okay. and I was completely avoiding the sciences just because, you know, <laughs> I like to take the path of least resistance always. For sure. <laughs> but um, So, yeah, I did have to stay back and do some chemistry and physics and whatever requisites I needed to get into the program. But cool. And, and you did all that out in Vancouver, you said? I did, yeah. I went to Simon Fraser University in B.C. Oh, yo, Fraser has a good um, football program, does it not? Or I'm, I might do. be tri- Yes, yeah. that's what I thought. Yes, Your sports teams are actually really good. Yeah, that's, I thought that as well. Um, yeah, I was just in Vancouver for the first time in August of this year, and it was it was not bad. I'm not gonna lie to you. Vancouver was raining the two days I was there, so no. I, it was kind of annoying. But I did go to Whistler and. Yeah. That was a beautiful drive, beautiful experience. It was just oh, surreal. It was surreal. Fortunate you caught it when it was cloudy, though. I know, I know. But it's uh, when we were in Whistler, it was sunny, it was nice, so it was good. Um, but Vancouver, that part was all all rainy, and every other unit is a sushi store in in Vancouver, <laughs> and that's what I found. So that's true. Yeah. So um, earlier we were talking about, you know, if you go sports medicine, obviously you're going to be dealing with athletes and for yourself, you know, you want to focus on oncology. So are the patients that you're seeing, are they all going to be people who need help with tumors in some sort of way? Um, so that's what I initially thought when I was entering the program. That's what I wanted to do. And that's what I was working towards. The oncology focus shift is actually incredibly competitive um, in my program. So I didn't get it. So I didn't land the focus shift. Oh, um, no. And I, They're lost. And I honestly, 
Yeah. Honestly, um, I believe in, you know, that's like God's silent nudges. And I saw kind of, you know, like I did shadow the shift and I and I saw kind of how draining it was to be around patients that are really terminally ill. Like it's uh, it takes a lot out of you. Um, and so I don't know if that's what I'm going to focus on post-graduating. Um, I, I really like the mental health aspect of what we do. I think that there needs to be a lot more focus on people's uh, mental health and just giving them that space to be able to speak on things that, you know, normally they can't talk about with their friends or family. Um, I think that's really where I excel because I don't know what it is about me, but people seem to find comfort in opening up with me. And I, 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 I love giving them the platform to be able to do so. I actually feel the exact same way about myself. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just there's a certain approachability and people like to talk to me, but I, I definitely would not make a successful doctor. Like grade 10 science <laughs> was foreign, foreign language to me. <laughs> so don't even like no there was no question i think i took chemistry in grade 11 like i tried that and there was an agreement between the teacher and i that we would not do that again uh, <laughs> it's just my, my my brain is not wired that way rachel i'm sorry like unless you really have an end goal um like i said like i was doing my bachelor of arts i had no interest in doing sciences because it is a lot more difficult but with that end goal in mind like you can force yourself to do things you'd be surprised yeah for sure now i didn't i didn't really add this in our list but i just want to ask you um yeah with naturopathy are you could you work in hospital versus private versus both or is it always just private because i think i think you mentioned earlier it is private correct it is fully okay. private yeah, yes you did mention that. so um unfortunately due to covid uh our space in the hospital we we did have a clinic in the brampton civic hospital um and we were going there once a week um to see patients in the hospital however covid Kind of took over that space and that clinic is no longer there anymore which is really unfortunate because it was the only clinic in all of north america in a hospital um and it was kind of like a, a a test to see how we could collaborate and and you know integrate naturopathic medicine into hospital care um but you know covid happened and that's fine it is fully private but uh people do have extended insurance that may cover it so you won't find us in um you know the hospital there are integrative clinics as well where you can work alongside medical doctors i've seen that coming up a lot more now you personally obviously because you're an intern now you're still going through the process you want to make you know a name for yourself and you mentioned earlier not too not too much long not too long ago actually just like 30 seconds ago people gravitate towards you you know there's a there's a certain thing about you that people enjoy they like to talk to you they trust you Mm-hmm. Now, do you find that that is your separator? Like when you when you have to separate yourself from other naturopathic doctors, right? You want at the end of the day, we all want to be the best and in, in whatever that we do. How do you go about separating yourself? Like, what do you think sets you as your like unfair advantage, your competitive advantage? Yeah, I definitely think that's a big piece. Um, a lot of healing happens in that space where people are are just comfortable. Um, you know, like the white coat effect. Like once people are in front of doctors, they instantly tense up and they they're stressed and their blood pressure goes up and um, all of those types of effects happen but if a, if a person's completely comfortable with you um, and they feel like it's a safe space I really think that's where the magic happens I think that's where true healing really happens and um, having that ability to get people into that space I think is definitely um, a, a skill that I want to hone in on and use to help 
help people yeah. really. And that's that's definitely um I mean it kind of reflects on the kind of person that you are that you want to help people and that's how you're wired. That's what you enjoy doing. Well, I guess what I want to understand a little bit better, Rachel, and you can help me understand this is. Is it a ch- so let's say I'm let's use the headache example, right? Like I'm the patient who has a headache. Is it my choice to choose whether I want to go to a walking clinic or a naturopathic clinic? Or is there ever a time where the like, let's say I go to the walk in because I don't know any better. And then mm-hmm. the doctor says, hey, I'm going to refer you to this naturopathic clinic because I think that you need this kind of approach. Does that happen or is it really up to the patient to decide which approach they want? Yeah, I wish it did, but unfortunately, no. Um, it's really up to the patient to seek those alternative route. Um, and honestly, the the most common type of patient is the one that keeps going to the medical doctor and comes back with you know the, a different script every time and not finding the relief. And um, that's usually the patients that come into our door. It's like they're fed up and they're like, hey, they're not really um, you know getting to the cure of what my symptom is. And um, that's usually Usually when they, they're forced to start asking questions and looking for alternatives. Say there's the few patients that just are raised differently and prefer natural medicine or alternative medicine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's interesting. So it's that's kind of weird because not weird, but I, I'm trying to think it through because, look, you can you can step in and say this is wrong because it's not based on any research or data at all. But I'm thinking in the GTA, there is a vast amount of immigrants mm-hmm. and I feel like immigrants are the go to the walking clinic and go home kind of people because I don't have an hour to sit and talk about my feelings. And, uh, who, <laughs> you know, who wants to sit and talk about how I feel like I don't care. I just have a headache. I want an Advil. You know, there's there's a, a considerable amount of people immigrant people i'm sure there's tons of others as well but i ima- i would imagine with immigrants being an immigrant that that would be a very challenging thing so how do you guys go about you know having that presence in the industry especially in areas where the people are there's a lot of education that's required like you really need to teach these people yeah that's a big part of what we do actually is teaching um like that's one of our principles in, in our oath is a doctor by a teacher But, um, you know, you have to feel out the patient that's sitting in front of you. If you know that this person's not here to talk about their feelings, then you're not going to go there. You know, like you don't want to uh, push anyone away or make them feel uncomfortable. It's the opposite of what we're trying to do. So if they really want to focus on the physical and that's all they believe in and that's all they think work then you have to meet that patient with where they're at like everyone has a baseline um and you know in time like once you build rapport with people then you can maybe probe in different areas but you really gotta you, you have to be aware enough of what they're asking for you but in terms of getting them in your office in the first place that's that's the hustle that naturopathic medicine yeah. acquires um you really do have to promote yourself like it's, it's that simple you need to be marketing out there you need to be online you need to be going out there and doing talk you need to have you know a fair social media platform all of these things are pretty important yeah. in, in order for patients to know what you do and where they can find you and how you can help them so it's okay so it's almost like not almost it's essentially like all of you are your own business and you're trying exactly. to get your patients and bring your patients in okay i guess it's the same thing for for other doctors but i mean when you're a family clinic people are coming to you more than you have to go to them, yeah. right? Yeah, so, it's a little easier, I think, like in terms for of sure, people. For sure. It's, it's a, more, a, it's a more standard approach. B, it's a lot shorter of a time. Um, mm-hmm. Now, 
does naturopathic like if i come and stay with you for an hour does my insurance cover that is that bill like how does the billing work yeah so um some people get it covered through their insurance depends on what kind of coverage you have really okay but um if you don't then you're you're really paying out of pocket for it and okay. that's another it's um, a big hindrance i imagine yeah yeah that's something that I, um, we, we have some supervisors in our clinic who, who notice the fact that, you know, this is care that's only accessible to like the richer and, and the well off people. And that's something that we're trying to really, um, kind of just make it more accessible for everyone. Cause it's not, you're just really widening the gap at that point. Yeah. And that's not, that's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to make the rich people better <laughs> and the poor people like you can't afford us. So yeah. go eat your, you know, canned. Go to your family doctor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) we do have a sliding scale um, theory that some some of our naturopathic doctors do use, which is basically, you know, pay what you can afford. And the people who can afford it will pay full price. And the people who can't, um, they can pay what they can. Okay. Okay. Very interesting stuff. Now, what is your ultimate goal with this career? Are you someone who wants to work in a clinic or do you want to start your own clinic? Have you thought about that at all? Like, where, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? Well, pre-2020, it was, the goal was to own my own clinic. <laughs> um, now, after COVID, I'm realizing you don't even need a clinic. Like, everything is really virtual at this point. Um, and something that doctors are doing right now to kind of keep up with the times is they work from home mainly. And then if they have patients that do require in-person care, um, there's a way you can just rent a room, basically, in a clinic um, located anywhere in the city that you want. So. Um, that's probably something that I'm going to look into doing for myself. I think, I think that makes the most financial sense and, uh, it just kind of gives me the, the flexibility really. Yeah, for sure. And, um, now I'm going to put you on the spot again. Okay. But, but let's say I'm a Coptic kid, let's say grade 12, first year, second year, and I love healthcare. I'm not really sure if I want med, if I want whatever, and I want to learn more about naturopathy. And I come to you and I say, hey, Rachel, what's your what's your sales pitch? Like, like why should I why should I want to do this? What would you say to a person who comes and asks something like that? If you have an answer, I am putting you on the spot. So <laughs> no, it's fine. Actually, it's funny that you say that because in my first year, I was being tutored by um, a, someone else from the Coptic community, and she she was on her way to go to med school, and she's tutoring me in anatomy, and she's you know started asking questions like, what do you do? Like, what's naturopathic medicine about? Um, and I really told I'm like, listen, like we, we learn everything you learn in med school. But on top of that, we're learning botanical medicine, we're learning clinical nutrition, we're learning orthomolecular science, we're learning Chinese medicine, um, hydrotherapy, massage, physio, chiro, like we're just kind of a, a jack of all trades. Here. Yeah, yeah. And you pull out from your toolbox what you think is going to best suit that patient. And that's what I love about naturopathic medicine is the liberty to use what I think is going to best fit the patient not the one size fits all answer not the you know i have a headache here's your prescription it's it's very much individualized treatment um which is where i see us flourishing and it is tough not gonna lie it's the hardest program i've ever been through um because not only are you going through med school but you're going 
through med school plus all of the natural medicine on top of it. So that's yeah. why I said we have a lot of more um, educational hours. Um, that's because we're taking 12 courses at a time because um, you're not taking just what you're taking in med school, but you're taking everything alternative at the same time. So it, it is a very um, overwhelming program to be a part of, but it's so fulfilling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it works. It really works. Like people come back and they're cured something that they've been struggling with for seven years they come back and they're like in three weeks you you fixed my problem and yeah. i've tried everything yeah for sure you know like that it's so rewarding yeah absolutely i can't even imagine like it just sounds and i mean the fact that you were able to help your mom with her condition like i can't even imagine how rewarding that must feel for you mm-hmm. yeah so um, with regards to social media presence, okay, you said, obviously, because I'm always teaching, I'm trying to get myself out there, I have to have social media presence. Lo and yeah. behold, you do. And as someone who's trying to build a social media presence, how did you go about building that? Because you have a pretty decent following. Um, and I, I, I don't know, like, well, what is, is it your hashtags? Is it are you just following people? Like, what's your secret? <laughs> to be completely honest, I'm terrible. <laughs> social media, <laughs> like... I don't know if you've looked, but like, there's no hashtags on anything I post because <laughs> um, I'm still learning myself. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like. I haven't even amped up what I want to do on social media yet, and I'm still learning. Like I said, like I'm, and I also, you know, like it's it's nerve wracking to put yourself out there like that. Like it's uh, like I've been procrastinating it because honestly, I, I'm I'm a little bit nervous about just you know, um, like my face everywhere and like talking on camera and all of this it's not it's not natural to me yeah yeah. Um, but i like you know you got to push yourself outside your comfort zone to to do what you want to achieve yeah hey i don't i don't like putting my face everywhere so i started a podcast so there's always (laughs) there's always a pocket for a naturopathic medicine themed podcast (laughs) who knows That's I. They always say I have a face for podcasting, so that's why I, I chose this route. Um, yeah. But look, my last question, my last question to you, and I'll give you the rest of your evening back. But and I'm sorry if the wording is very businessy. I did graduate business, so I I tend to think in a very businessy way. Um. But this is, I guess, my last thing for differentiating between NDs and MDs. So, is your target audience, your target market, is it the same profile of a person? Or is the person that like, can there still be, you know, in the future, a healthy market where there is, you know, naturopathic medicine has their own patient base and they're doing really well and MDs have their own patient base and they're doing really well? Or do you find that there's always going to be a blend where you're trying to, I don't want to say steal from each other, but you know, not at all. You know what? The, the type of patients that will prefer going to see a medical doctor, they won't do well with a naturopathic yeah, doctor. That's what I'm like, figuring what out. Mean? you want me to exercise and eat well and come see you once a week like bro no, i just want tylenol like what are you talking about yeah, exercise exactly. <laughs> like they want that quick fix yeah and they're not too concerned of uh you know what adverse effects might come along with it and so yeah they're they're completely different types of people i think like i said like usually it's going to be people who are completely fed up and they're like you know i can't do this anymore i can't live with whatever it is that's harming them um they can't they they really can't bear to live like that anymore yeah so those are the people that will come see us or like i said people who are just naturally more inclined to seek out alternative medicine who who really do ask questions who who like the self-education sure Um, we get we get patients who come in and they're like 
I didn't even know what they're saying half the time. I'm like, I have no idea. Like you, they're like, I've done this stool analysis. I checked for parasites. I've done like, you know, like, like they're the people like that. Yeah. Who, uh, who are really going like in depth into <laughs> yeah. Their, yeah, yeah. their bodies and want to know like every single detail and how they can modify each cell of their body. Um, that, that, that definitely comes into our office. Yeah. Do you ever come um, across the uh, Google doctor? Oh, 100%. Yeah, the Google doctor yeah. is a very popular doctor. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> WhatsApp doctor, Google doctor, all, all the doctors on social media. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, but with that being said, Rachel, I want to give you back the rest of your evening. So I just want to say um, thank you so, so much for putting up with me for the last week and a bit. I know we you know, had to push it a couple of times, so I appreciate you. Um, thank you for coming on here and teaching me so much about naturopathic medicine. I genuinely did not know anything prior to this conversation, I even for, you know, to to make our listeners laugh i had a question in here about like natural medicine which has evidently nothing to do with this whole conversation so thank you for not making fun of me for sending that question and um and honestly on behalf of our guests i know that there's a few people that really wanted to hear this so thank you so much for for coming on yeah it was my pleasure thanks for having me no anytime and uh next time i uh next time i go to vancouver i'm gonna ask for your your prayers so that i go and there's no there's no clouds or rain all right of course. <laughs> All right. So good luck with uh, with everything, and I will talk to you later, Rachel. All right, Fatty. Have a good night. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Rachel Sawiris, and um, that was a super, super fun conversation. I got to learn a lot of things today that I didn't really know, and for anyone there that's exploring different options within healthcare, uh, within med- uh, medicine, uh, this is definitely a viable option. I think that Rachel is a very approachable person. If you have any questions at all, uh, you can just get in touch with me or just follow her directly on her social media page. I'll link it when I release the episode. Um but yeah, I mean, I it was definitely very interesting to learn of the different options. I don't know that I personally have uh, really ever fully known what a naturopathic doctor you know does, but I would definitely love to have a chat with them one time and see what that approach is all about and see if it works for me. Uh, it sounds pretty cool. So uh, with that being said to our listeners, you know where to find us, listeners, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please keep supporting and I appreciate all your feedback and suggestions. Keep it coming and I'll come at you next time.